Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, January 15th of 2022. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the written version, the Key Races and Bets blog, brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R, Amwager.com, a great legal online betting website with tools and perks for the better, legal. For residents of most states, it's licensed in the U.S., covers most tracks in North America as well as many in the rest of the world. We're going to start this week's key races and bets with race 7 at Tampa Bay Downs. We're going to go through the 7th through 10th here. Post time for the 7th is 325. We start off a four-race sequence where we can play the late pick four and a couple of pick threes. The first leg is a six-for-long maiden special weight, which is maiden allowance, with nearly a full field of 11 newly turned three-year-old fillies. There are three strong win contenders, plus two more to add to the multi-race bets. The top trio consists of Bell of the Ball, Laugh and Play, and Quality, and the other two are Summer of Mischief and Illogical Love. Bell of the Ball is a first-time starter, as are Laugh and Play and Quality. Bell of the Ball was bred and owned by Windstar Farms and ships over from the other side of the state, where she's been working out nicely. A decent series of work coming into her debut. She's got good breeding as, as a daughter of Flatter out of a distorted humor mare. And more importantly, the dam's only other foal won first time out last fall at Belmont in a straight maiden race just like this one. And that kind of precociousness usually gets passed on to other foals of the dam. Laugh and Play is another with strong breeding by Into Mischief out of a distorted humor mare. See the connection there? They're both out of distorted humor mares. The only other foal of Laugh and Play hit the board in her first five races before winning. Trainer Christophe Lamont has an excellent record, 10 for 35, nearly 33% with first-time starters in dirt sprints the past couple years. And like Bell of the Ball, Laugh and Play has been working across Florida at Payson Park and ships into Tampa. Quality's been working locally. Her most recent workout was four furlongs in 48 and 8 tenths. That was the fifth of 57 of the way. That's a top 10% workout. Trainer Delacour wins with his share of first-timers. The dam's other two fools ran well early in their careers. One finishing third and winning, and the other finished seventh then winning. So she's got early win breeding as well. Summer of Mischief finished second to runaway winner Platinum Game in her debut, and Platinum Game ran just one race earlier in the Gasparilla Stakes. Summer of Mischief should improve nicely second time out, but will be bet more heavily than the first time starters. Illogical Love has finished second in both starts, losing ground in the last eighth of a mile in both, but still running well enough to be considered a contender as she improved her figure nicely in her second career start. 4 race 7 at Tampa on Saturday, January 22nd with a post of 325. The minimum odds for a win bet on the first-time starters, Bell of the Ball, Laugh and Play, and Quality, is 4-1. to one. So the plan should be to bet two of the three, that's what I plan to do, at the highest odds near post time and 4-1 to one or more. There are pick three... Pick four plays starting in this race. You can play doubles as well using the horses in this race with those in the next race as well. So I'm going to give all four races here, 7, 8, 9, 10. And you can play a 7, 8, 9, pick three, an 8, 9, 10, pick three if you want to. I'm going to wait to see if the seventh race pick four keeps going. The seventh race, seventh and tenth race pick four, and then doubles are optional as well. In race seven, bell of the ball, laugh and play, quality, summer of mischief, and illogical love. I'll say it again. Bell of the Ball, Laugh and Play, Quality, Summer of Mischief, Illogical Love. In race 8, Kuratama, Patriots Drive, Cheryl Spite, Kaigo, A Rose for Raven. Kuramata, Patriot Drive, Cheryl Spite, Kaigo, 
arose for Raven. In race nine, Nantucket Red, All Good Times and Striking Chrome. Nantucket Red, All Good Times and Striking Chrome. In race 10, Investment Strategy, Fantastic Raffaella, Silver Sea, and Wheezy Does It. Now, the strategy notes are as follows. Of all the horses each leg run, the cost of the pick four at a 50-cent minimum is $150. Certainly not inexpensive, but the reason for this wager is the third leg, race nine, the morning line on the three horses I'm using are 10 to 1, 20 to 1, and 10 to 1. I'm taking a stand against the favorites in that race, and if right, that $150 is going to be paid back in droves, many times over. If you want to cut the ticket, in race 10, use only investment strategy. That cuts it to $37.50. The pick three from race seven, eight, nine is also thirty-seven fifty, and I'd play that in addition to the pick four. Race eight at Tampa has a post time of three fifty-five Eastern, and the contenders in this race are Karamata, Patriots Drive, Cheryl Spite, Kaigo, and a Rose for Raven. Karamata opens as a two-to-one favorite. I suspect he's going to go lower odds at post time as he was the four-to-five favorite winning eleven months ago at Tampa. When breaking his maiden, and he was the three to five favorite last day, but when winning at the first allowance condition at Aqueduct. Chad Brown ships him over here for an easier field, probably to keep company with some other Brown starters today. Off an eight month rest, but like for Brown, eight months is like yesterday, as he wins about 25% of the time in these situations. Using Camacho as another strong indicator, Kuramata can win off the bench as he did off a 14 month layoff last February, because when Brown ships to Tampa, he's five for 11 when using Camacho. If Kamada doesn't fire, though, there are four horses all likely to go to post decent odds and have a shot. Patriot Drive is one of them as he comes into the race of probably the best effort of his career on turf when second in a very highly rated race at Tampa on December 26th. He's won eight races in his career, including at this allowance condition, so it's in for the optional claiming price, and Alvarado rides back. He earned a 99 figure in that last race, and that's just lower slightly than the 104 Kamada earned in his win last April. So Patriot Drive certainly has a shot here. Cheryl Spite returned from 11 months off last month in a race taken off grass, stayed in the race only because there was no other opportunities he needed to get a race in. He moves back to the turf where he broke his maiden before winning the grade three stakes, a grade three stakes as a two-year-old, and Gallardo getting on is a good sign. His best effort yielded the same 104 figure as Kuramata's best effort, so he fits. Kaigo adds Lasix for his second U.S. start, second off three months off. Shouldn't prove particularly as his stateside debut is in a stakes at Aqueduct, He's going to find these allowance foes much easier. Before he imported, Kaigo ran two A races in a row on grass in France with a 101-97 figures that fit very well here, and he should be respected. And the best value among the quintet of win contenders lies with a rose for Raven, who opens at 15-1. to A lightly raced Gelving that has two wins a second and two-thirds in eight races with both wins on turf. A rose for Raven is making his third start off a layoff of a pattern of improving figures, 97 last out and 90 before that. So if he goes another seven, he's right at the 104. He really fits with these. Four, race eight at Tampa, post 3.55 on Saturday, January 15th. Kuramata could be a win bet at two to one or more, but it's not going to happen because he's just going to be bet down. So I plan to bet Patriot Drive at four to one or higher and a rose for Raven at six to one or better. And this is a great tool in which proportion bets accordingly for the best mathematical edge. You do that without doing any math of your own using the dutching tool, like the one which is free and easy to use in Amwager. A dutching tool lets you put in the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win. And based on the odds and how many minutes to post you want to place the bet, your bets are proportioned perfectly. And Amwager has a dutching tool as well as many other great features and perks for the better at Amwager.com. For the exact, I think Patriot Drive is a high probability to finish first or second, so the play is going to be 
Two exactas. The first is Patriot Drive over Kuramata, Cheryl Spite, Kygo, and a Rose for Raven. And the other is going to turn it around, which is Kuramata, Cheryl Spite, Kygo, and a Rose for Raven over Patriot Drive. Don't forget, go back and listen or get the blog, and you can play the pick three, races eight, nine, and ten, if the horses in the first leg of the pick four didn't win, if any of the five, which I hope doesn't happen, and play the pick three in this race. Moving on to race nine, which is the Weird Elastics, 425 post Eastern on Saturday the 15th. And this is where we go big or go home in the pick threes and pick fours. Nantucket Red, all good times and the striking Cromer contenders. The favorites Allworthy, who finished third off a layoff last month in the Rampart Stakes. And the second choice is Don't Get Cozy, finished second in the Rampart. Now that's odd by itself. But the Rampart was a mile and a one-turn mile at that. Allworthy finished fourth and eighth in her two tries around two turns, where Don't Get Cozy has run 36 times in her career, has never run around two turns. That's enough lack of experience for me to take a stand against them both at low odds, especially when all three contenders I'm going to talk about have wins around two turns. Nantucket Red and All Good Times both draw very well and have tactical speed but don't need to lead to win, so it can establish the top two positions on slow fractions from the start. Nantucket Red changed trainers to right before her 12-17 race, which was a career best of the 97 Echo Bay Speed figure, which is better than 93 Allworthy earned in the Rampart, and on par with the 97 Don't Get Cozy earned when second in the Rampart. Since that race, Nantucket Red put in a really good work, second of 43 for four furlongs. Looks very capable of repeating that effort and opens at 10-1. to 1. All Good Times has won her placed in 24 races of her 55-race career and earned 277000 which is second only Don't Get Cozy. She was off for three months from September until last month, and the six furlong race she was entering was nothing more than a prep, in my opinion. The last time she stretched out, which was last June at Delaware Park, which was a classified allowance just below stakes level, she won by six, earned a 93 figure, and that's the reason she opens at 20 to 1, because her last effort was a fifth, and the one before the layoff was a sixth. But I'm ignoring both, and I think she's capable of winning here. It must also be noted that Danny Centeno rode Nantucket Rid to that victory on 12-17 and rode all good times to the fifth place finish on 12-6, but opts for all good times here. And Santana was aboard for the six-length win last June at Delaware in a two-turn race. Striking Chrome was closing fast late behind Nantucket Rid, missed just by a neck of the wire at 4-1. She opens at 10-1 here, and that's out of line especially because she has a great record in her career of four wins in six seconds and 14 starts. Two before that, she stalked in second and got up. I expect her to be in a striking position from the start. And coming off a 95-figure effort, she has a right to post the upset as well, opening at 10-1. For the way we're last stakes, race 9 at Tampa. Post 425 on Saturday, January 15th. Nantucket Red, all good times of striking chrome. All should be considered at 4-1 or more. If more than one is above 4-1 to for post time, this is where you use a dutching tool. I think at about 8-1 to or more, if all three happen to be, I'll use all three. If not, I'll use the two at the highest odds. And the dutching tool, which you can find calculators as well, but at wager, it's free and easy really helps out here, and this is where you proportion your bets on these horses, which have legitimate chances to win at high odds. For the exacta, we're going to box Nantucket Red, All Good Times and Striking Chrome, and we should also play a 50-cent trifecta of Nantucket Red, All Good Times and Striking Chrome over all over Nantucket Red, All Good Times and Striking Chrome, because if any two of the three finish first and third, and any one of the favorites finish second, it's still going to pay really well. Race 10 at Tampa closes out the pick four. The post time is 4.55. And somewhat of the eighth race, Chad Brown saddles the likely favorite here in investment strategy. He opens at two to one. However, first time starters, Fantastic Raffaella and Silver Sea, as well as another second time starter, Wheezy Does It, all have chances to succeed. 
Investment strategy finished second to a four-length winner in her debut on the Belmont Turf in November. Was clearly second best. The 90 Echo Bay speed figure wins here if repeated unless one of the first-timers is something special. And Brown does very good with second-time starters and maiden races. 25% wins. Still, Fantastic Raffaella is only the second foal of her dam, who is by turf specialist elusive quality. The only other foal, the mare, ran on December 10th last year, just last month, in a two-turn turf race identical to this one, a maiden special just like this one, and won. Trainer Tim Ham is okay with first-time starters at about 15%, and the workouts are fine, so a 12-to-1. If Fantastic Raffaella runs like her sister, she could post the upset. Silver Sea is a Christophe Clement, first-time starter in a turf route. The trainer is exceptional getting these kinds of horses ready without needing the experience of a race. The dam has had four foals. They're all turf runners, with three of them finishing second first time out, and the other fourth then winning second time out. She's exceptionally well-bred who could fire here. Wheezy does it like investment strategy. Debuted in turf route last month, ran very well. She lagged in sixth of seven early, rallied, actually made the lead in the stretch before settling for second to a horse which had already run. This time she's the one which has already run, and with Gallardo staying aboard, and with just modest physical and mental improvement off her debut, Wheezy does it might be the one getting her picture taken. In race 10 at Tampa Bay Downs, win bets. Fantastic Raffaella, Silver Sea, and Wheezy does it can be betted four to one or more. But my plan is if the pick four is live or the pick three is live and it's paying well, there's no reason to make win bets. If you do make the win bets, use a dutching tool. For the exact for the exotic bet, the only bet I see here is a trifecta because investment strategy is going to be the favorite and Wheezy does it probably the second choice. So I like a trifecta box of all four contenders. Investment strategy, fantastic, Raffaella, Silver Sea, and Wheezy does it. Don't forget to get the written version of this with all the pick threes and pick fours on it. Go to Amwager.com. It's totally free. Click on How to Bet. Click on Stars blog. You don't need to be a member. If you're not, you should check it out because if you live in one of the many states that you can sign up with Amwager.com, which is licensed in the U.S., you should do that. And you can get the Key Raising Bets blog and have a good day and win a lot of money. And thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next week.